Bites Breakfast with Bell and JD. Brought to you by Maybank. Enjoy zero principal repayments for the first five years with Maybank Maxi Home Easy Home Loan. Terms apply. On Age Gracefully with Bell and JD today, Dr. Rajpans, President of the Malaysian Wellness Society, joins us to answer your questions on hearing and eyesight. Thanks for all your comments and questions on our Facebook page, fb.light.my. So we receive a voice note from Shanti. Hi, Doctor. I have noticed that my dad, who is turning 17 next week, has been finding it harder and harder to hear. In fact, we are almost shouting when we try to communicate with him. How we can help him? Are there any food or supplements which are good for hearing? First important thing to do is to find out exactly what type of deafness he's getting. So he needs to go for a hearing test. So whether it's a high tone deafness or whether it's more the sensory or whether it's more of conductive type of deafness. So the hearing test will let the doctor know. And everything good to see an ENT specialist. Sometimes we just find elderly have a lot of wax stuck in their ears, you know, <laughs> which no one seems to notice. And just sorting that out itself, the hearing gets better. So, And then the ENT doctor also can then do the hearing test and then tell them exactly what sort of uh, problem they have simple things like you know don't shout at someone you shout actually gets it worse it's looking straight at the eye and uh, talking slowly in clear sentences actually sometimes elderly learn to lip read so that will help if still having a problem then there are good hearing aids nowadays in the market getting better and better uh, that's something the option they can try but you, you know. mentioned something about taking supplements and food is there such a thing? I don't think so the, for hearing loss it's a very degenerative uh, condition I don't think so there's any supplements or food can I mean it's always good to eat healthy foods that are anti-inflammatory you can try some anti-inflammatory supplements but I don't think so they'll help in uh, this type of degeneration as we get older whereas for eyes it's different but for hearing I don't think so there are many such supplements things if they got things like you know tinnitus where the sound the ear or mm. vertigo you can try certain supplements like ginkgo but otherwise for hearing loss I doubt that there's many any out there Is there a way that we can take care of our hearing when we are younger so that we do not lose our hearing as we get older? I think the main course they say is that uh, listening to very loud noises when we are younger people who work in uh, you know very noisy places have faster hearing loss and they say what ha- happens a lot of us actually started listening to music very loud you know we use uh, you know headphones. hearing phones and all that and that actually long term can damage your ears so avoid things like that another thing is to carefully avoid uh, using things to clear your wax yourself because mm-hmm. sometimes that can damage your eardrum and cause infection chronic infection can lead on to hearing loss so things like that you have to be careful hope that answers your question Shanti and thank you so much Dr. Rajpans for coming in today next week on Age Gracefully with Bell and JD we discuss another issue that some of us face as we grow older forgetfulness now if you have any questions on that topic do send it in to our Facebook page fb.light.my next how fresh I mean really is the food that you're eating would you eat it if it were still moving let's get raw next the lights breakfast with bell and jd brought to you by maybank enjoy zero principal repayments for the first five years with maybank maxi home easy home loan terms apply on it gracefully with bell and jd today dr rajbans president of the malaysia wellness society joins us once again to answer your questions on forgetfulness thanks for all the comments and questions on our facebook page fb.light.my we receive a voice note from andrew and my mom's 67 and she's been forgetting things like where she parked her car and even sometimes she forgets like if she took her high blood pressure medicines 
She's okay most of the times, but I worry that she might forget something important. How can I ensure that her memory stays intact? Yeah, I think it uh, sounds very much like she's getting short-term memory. Yeah? Uh, it could be still part of normal aging, where we all tend to forget uh, on and off. But, you know, if it becomes more common, that means it's happening very often, then you have to start thinking whether we're dealing with one of the dementia uh, conditions, you know. So dementia is actually a big term. Just like someone says, I got headache. There are many causes of headache. Yeah. So same with dementia. Dementia is a big term, and there are many causes of uh, dementia. Now, sixty percent of dementias are caused by Alzheimer's, where there's short-term memory loss, and this could be one of that. But twenty, thirty percent are due to small strokes, so they call multi-infarct dementia. Then the rest are things like you know vitamin deficiencies, thyroid issues. Uh, you can have you know brain tumors, a uh, condition called normal pressure hydrocephalus, where the brain swelling occurs. So there are other causes that can cause uh, forgetfulness or. Dementia. So, if you find that it's something that's more than normal, you know, I mean, forgetting once or twice in a week is okay. But if every day you're misplacing things or you're asking the same questions and short-term memory is affected, you have to get it checked up. I advise them to actually go to a hospital, see a doctor, you know, get the routine bloods done. Most time, we even suggest that you do a basic CT scan just to make sure you don't miss out things like strokes or tumors, which I have so many times you picked it up. If all that is normal and the symptoms and signs point towards uh, Alzheimer's, then that's something that you have to start taking their medication to slow down. There's no cure. Their medication to slow down. Again, keeping mentally active, doing mental exercises, physical exercises will help to slow down. Certain supplements might help. So all this depends on the underlying diagnosis, mm. right? So uh, I think what he should do is get his mother to see a doctor and then from there see whether they need to do further tests to get the right diagnosis and then the right treatment. But can it be helped, doctor? Yeah, again, depends on the underlying problem. If it's uh, things like uh, just normal aging or mild cognitive impairment uh, just uh, again physical mental exercise certain supplements but if you're Alzheimer's then you need to you know take medication of course things like thyroid problems vitamin deficiencies then you can treat that if it's a tumor then of course surgery is an option so all this depends on the underlying cause how severe does it get if you don't do anything about it I mean short term memory you forget certain things does it get any more severe where you actually oh, yeah. forget how to how to drive how to operate uh, certain equipment forget your son even yeah. right everything yeah in the sense if you don't do anything you're, within a few years you're talking of someone who is coming from completely normal to someone is bedridden not walking not eating going on tube feeding so the medication that's why we use medication because the, though it can't cure it slows down the whole progression so instead of that happening the next 5-7 years it might take much longer to, you know for that thing to happen and we are hoping that uh, new research will come new drugs will come so that at least maybe even if you don't cure now maybe in the next few years will be something that can cure the disease so very important to diagnose it and start treatment early so they can slow down the progression yeah thank you so much dr rajpans for always giving us great advice next week on age gracefully with bell and jd we discuss another issue that some of us face as we grow older bladder leakage Ooh. now if you have any questions on that topic do send it in to our facebook page fb.light.my the Lights Breakfast with Bell and JD, brought to you by Maybank.
Maybank Education Financing allows students to apply jointly with parents or family members. Unsecured and secured financing with long repayment period available. Terms apply. On Age Gracefully with Bell and JD today, Dr. Rajwans, President of the Malaysian Wellness Society, joins us to answer your questions on bladder leakage. Thanks for all your comments and questions on our Facebook page, fb.light.my. Shida, you have a question on bladder leakage for the doctor? Yes, I do. Go ahead. How young is too young for someone to be experiencing bladder leakage? Basically, my mom, who is in her late 70s, actually is um, doesn't have this issue. But, you know, I am in my late 40s and I'm experiencing this. Right. I think it all depends on uh, what's the underlying cause, you know. So when someone has a leakage, you must remember that, you know, rule out other causes of, uh, you know, why you're having a problem with that. Sometimes people with, uh, you know, the simple thing is just your stress incontinence. That means your muscles are weak there. Uh, but, you know, conditions like diabetes or certain things that can increase, uh, you know, things like calcium in your body, all these can actually cause sort of uh, what they call polyuria and that can come out as a leakage so you must rule out all those causes of uh, you know any sort of uh, polyuria that can cause leakage if it's not that then it's whether you've got an overactive bladder or you just got stress incontinence that means your your muscles are weak so I think if you're having that issue at your age it'd be still good to go and see either a gynae or urologist first and try to see what type of incontinence or leakage you're having um, most likely just muscle weakness and then certain exercises can help you solve that problem. Thank you. Well, thank you, Shida, for that question. And thank you so much, Dr. Rajbans, for coming in today and answering all our questions. Next week on Age Gracefully with Bell and JD, we discuss another issue that some of us face as we grow older, how to still live actively and also what to eat, nutrition, right? Okay. So if you have any questions on that topic, do send it to us on our Facebook page. It's fb.light.my. Next, food delivery, but fun size. We'll tell you why and what this is all about in a bit, but let's get to another relaxing favorite now from the album A Place We Knew. Dean Lewis, Be Alright on Light. The Lights Breakfast with Bell and JD brought to you by Maybank. Top up your Maybank payroll account today to earn bonus profits of up to 0.65% per annum and win prizes worth over 400,000 ringgit. Term supply. On A's Gracefully with Bell and JD today, Dr. Rajpans, President of the Malaysian Wellness Society, joins us again to answer your questions on active living and nutrition. And thanks for all your comments and questions on our Facebook page, fb.light.my. Michael, what is your question for Dr. Rajpans? Well, I have a problem called IBS. Okay. So it's quite difficult for me to pass my stool out. And then those days, it happens four days, three days, four days, once. Mm-hmm. So when I saw the specialist in General Hospital, they gave me this uh, medication, which is not also working properly, you see. Yeah. It floats my stomach. I am on high fiber food. But nevertheless, it's still not working, sir. Any other additional medicine that you think that you think of? Yeah, I think uh, you're good to carry on the high fiber, but make sure you drink enough fluids, like water, important is fiber, otherwise you can get worse. Have you tried uh, any probiotics? Probiotics? No, I did uh, not. For IBS, uh, uh, if you know, if it's definitely confirmed IBS, then uh, yeah. probiotics sometimes 
do well. So maybe just go and talk to the pharmacy, try to get a local bacteria strain. There are a few in the market. Just go and then maybe take a course for at least about two, three months and see how it goes. Because what they say is a stress sometimes. Sometimes, uh, you know, eating a lot of different foods outside, you can get a lot of the bad bacteria overgrowing the good bacteria. So you can have these problems. So uh, if you take a course of good uh, bacteria probiotics, sometimes it helps the IBS. Try that and see. If all that does, doesn't work, then you should go back to your doctor and see whether you need to, you know, get a scope done. Make sure there's no things like polyps or diverticulosis or anything else going on. Uh. But try the yeah, probiotics yeah. first and see. Drink plenty of fluids. Exercise will help IBS. So yeah. make sure you go for a lot of walks and all that will help also. Any specific probiotics, doctor? Uh, I think you just go for a local strain. Go to a pharmacy and say, give me probiotics that have the local bacteria. There, are, I think a few in the market. I can't remember now. Huh? Just go there. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, doctor. Thank you, Michael, for your question. So, like the doctor said, proper nutrition, including drinking lots of water and lots of exercise, will help you with your IBS. Yes. You know, if we make these changes to our lifestyle and our diet, we can definitely get on with life confidently and uncompromisingly. And thank you once again, Dr. Rajmans, for coming in today.